0: What's up, babes? It is May, the month to celebrate our moms. It's a glorious morning, a day that we will never see again in this lifetime. So let's take the time to enjoy life while we can. I'm your girl, Nick Austin, and this is Koro is a Crush. Welcome to another episode of Koro is a Crush. I'm Nick Austin, the CEO and founder of Koro, a home-based beauty, wellness, and design shop providing premium, high-quality press-on nails, beauty accessories, and home decor that we know you'll fall in love with. All while providing a community for self-care lovers, beauty mavens, and small business owners to live life on their terms through fashion, beauty, and faith good morning good morning good morning to all of my beautiful beautiful people in the podcast world all right so this is the month of may we are at the end of the month but we are still honoring the special women in our lives all month long and today's episode is called celebrating the queen in you it is time to celebrate the queen in you the woman who knows how to make a mean cup of tea and knows exactly what she wants from life. The woman who knows her worth and isn't afraid to ask for it. The woman who knows how to shop for the perfect outfit, even if it means picking up a few extra pair of shoes on the way home from work. The woman who is here for herself first, but also for her friends, family and community. Now, she loves her community, even when it's just a small group of people who live in her neighborhood. And she wants them all to know how much they mean to her. She also wants them to know how much she appreciates their presence in her life and strives every day towards being worthy of their friendship. But most importantly, she wants everyone else out there to know that they're special too, that they deserve love, care, and attention just as much as anyone else does no matter what size or color they may be we're all queens here at Coro and at the Queen in you so let's show it off That brings me to my guest for today. Today's guest is all about celebrating the queen in you, which is also the name of her company. We'll explore how to harness the power of being a woman and use it for the good. We'll also take a look at what it means to be a queen and why celebrating your inner royalty is key to unlocking your full potential. Please welcome Miss Michelle Peterson from The Queen and You. How are you doing, my love? I am doing fine, Queen. How are you? Thank you am, so much. I am blessed and highly favored in the Lord. To thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Miss um, Michelle, now I know that the coolest part about this episode right here is the fact that you are the first person on my podcast to be from the same state that i'm in here in virginia all right and from the tidewater area in which that's where i'm
1: at and you literally right down the road right right yes that's awesome look look i'm the first one in your area and look i am this you're my first time First time I'm being on a podcast so you know this is awesome <laughs> I'm so
0: excited I, I really am I'm truly excited I had no idea you were from my area until I did my giveaway on Instagram for my book right, right. and when I saw the address I said wait a minute <laughs>
1: yeah because when you mentioned that to me i was like oh wow that's that's awesome because you know again in this business you know you meet people and so when people are kind of in your neighborhood that somewhat sometimes that's that's awesome too because you get a chance to connect and you know things like that so yeah i I was um kind of psyched about that as well absolutely and we were
0: able to attend the Foster Beauty fashion show together so that was the first time that we actually met in person and I thought that was so awesome because I was scared to death being in uh, an environment like that before I mean Uh I've been to fashion shows before but not at that stature so okay. to actually get the chance to meet you and to, and to talk to you and everything I was like she nice I told my husband she really nice dude she yeah, she nice well thank you thank you
1: <laughs> sentiments same here you know cause again you never know you know how people are gonna be you see them on Instagram or whatever social media platform but if you get to meet them in person you never know how it's gonna go so yeah Um I thought you know you and your husband were great Yeah, was kind and nice and So, you know, it was almost like we had already known each other, you know, a little bit. So, yeah, it was awesome. Absolutely. And again,
0: I thank you so much for taking the risk, wanting to be on my podcast for this episode. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for answering that call. I greatly appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for this platform, absolutely. You know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I got, you know, I had to honor y'all back. Y'all y'all helped Cobro get to the level it's on now. So it was only fair for me to return the favor. <laughs> All right, so I got a couple of questions that I'm going to ask you. And before we get started, I would like for you to tell my community um, who you are and your business and what it
1: is that you do. Yes, hello everybody uh as um uh, nick said that my name is michelle peterson and i am the owner and uh ceo of the queen in you um we are a woman's online um boutique um we sell apparel um and we just kind of started incorporating accessories but um, predominantly clothes, you know, fashion. So, you know, as you mentioned, the queen and you, um, when I started the business, you know, really wanted a name that really exudes who I was. And that name just came to me. It, it was easy. I didn't have to think about it long. And, um, right. you know, um, we, we, my, my target audience, um, are, curvy, full-figure women, but, you know, we, we, we try to have something for everyone, but, you know, because I I am, you know, a full-sized um, girl, a plus size girl, you know, I wanted to kind of cater to, to my girls, you know, and, you know, as I was coming up, um, a lot of times, you know, being a little bit bigger, um, we didn't always have cute, cute things, you know, so, and, you um, you know and I I always wanted to own my own business I wasn't sure what I was going to do but when it came time for me to decide and figure out what I wanted to do again it just hit me that this would be natural for me to do because I've been in fashion kind of all my life I even was a model when I was younger um, but you know I couldn't keep that size because back then it was all about being you know real thin and so you know I love to eat so (laughs) but anyway so you know, I just wanted to make sure that you know we could feel sexy as well. We, you know, my business really is about pro- providing fashion clothing that would make you feel good about who you are, be confident in who you are. And I know sometimes, you know, it's not always about the clothes, um, but sometimes yeah, it is. You know, because we feel we feel great when our hair is done and we have on some really cute clothes and and you know we got banging shoes and so. I just wanted to give back in that way that I could provide some variety um, to to my curvy um, plus size girls.
0: Okay, okay. Now I I definitely can relate to the plus size because um, I once was a plus size female. Um, all my life I grew up that way, and it wasn't until I was um, diagnosed as a diabetic when I turned 30, and I allowed myself to go through some things health wise that I should not have gone through, and so that my last resort was that I had to get weight loss surgery. So I got weight loss surgery December 2020. And I went from a size 20 to a size 12. So in the modeling world, I think I'm still considered plus size, but but seeing me is like, no, you ain't plus size no more, honey. (laughs) You you skin for now. And I'm like, I don't know what that feels like because I've never been skinny. And -hmm. even when I lost the weight. The first store that I went to, I went into the plus size section. Mm-hmm. And my husband redirected me and said, Neek, you ain't you ain't plus size no more, honey. You gotta come over here to the <laughs> section. I'm yeah. like, this feels weird. And even though it will mm-hmm. be two years, December this year, mm-hmm. it still feels weird. But mm-hmm. I'm learning how to adjust yes. mm-hmm. to being small. Mm-hmm. And um no matter what I still I still love my plus size girls Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) yeah yeah we gotta we gotta take care of ourselves and so I certainly understand that um and even sometimes when I go into other stores um plus size stores I've even seen that now they're carrying 10s and 12s now so you know I agree. That's not plus size, but they're starting to kind of carry those, those sizes too. So, you know, even with, with the queen and you, um, like I said, even though predominantly, you know, it's curvy plus size, you know, I want to, you know, as we continue to grow, I certainly want to be able to carry more kind of for everybody, you know, um, obviously a curvy and plus size is, is my thing. but again as we grow i want to be able to appeal to to everybody um no matter what the size you know you are because you know i think we 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 all are queens regardless of what size we are um and again, it's just about being able to provide the, the, the variety of different things, different styles, different fashions, you know, whether, you know, you feel like dressing down. You, you may want to be cute and be dressed down, you know what I mean? So I want to be able to provide so many different variety of things that, you know, you can wear, you know, no matter how you feeling that day, you know.
0: Right, right. And I think that is so awesome because uh, a lot of us um, plus-size girls, we don't have... The clothes are out there now more so than they were before back in the day when when I was coming up. Right. we are able to shop on websites, you know, such as Fashion Nova and Shein right. and all these other different websites. And now, right. in black women who are creating their own businesses, mm-hmm. now catering to the plus size community themselves, whether they are purchasing the clothes from China or they are hand making the clothes themselves. Either way, right. y'all are now giving us an opportunity to say, we don't have to shop online or we don't have to go to the same stores for the plus-size women. Now we got right. more choices to choose from. We got more stores that we can actually go to to That's find, right. you know, the different types of clothes that we like to wear. You know, some of us don't like to wear grandma clothes. Absolutely,
1: I and I them. know I don't. <laughs> I
0: was one of them coming up. I, I I wanted to show my behind like everybody else, <laughs> right? And, and, you know, I, I was curvy then, so and even now, after I lost the weight, I show more skin now than I did before. <laughs> but in the same in the same token, I also see plus size women that still want that um yeah i know i'm big but i also know that there's a man that is going to look at me that is going to look at me just like a man is going to look at someone that is smaller so
1: that's right that's right types
0: of clothes to right. make themselves feel good and right I'm glad that women like you are stepping up to say yeah i want to be able to offer cute clothes to my plus size um divas and everything and it's Absolutely. only fair because they have been neglected for so many mm-hmm. decades yep. now it is time for us to shine and
1: we shine that's right and we are shining that's right we are and Good. i i just want to make a little a little dent in that you know making it possible for us to continue to shine and so absolutely yep i, I appreciate you so congratulations to you i, I really thank do you that. thank you
0: Yes, ma'am. So let let's delve down into these questions here. I got I got a ten questions for you. We might get through we might get through them, and we might not. All depends. <laughs> how the spirit is laid up in here. So, um, as you know, May is basically the celebration of mother. So we're gonna bounce back and forth between motherhood and actually being a queen. Okay. All right. So the first question that I got for you is this: What are some of the joys of
1: being a mom? Hmm. What are some of the joys of being a mom? Well, some of the joys are that, uh, well, my kids are grown, so I'm going to probably be speaking in passing, even though I'm still a mom. But for me, the joys of momhood really, really is about being able to take care of my babies. You know, being everything that I could be for them. Um, Being a single mom, and not only a single mom, I was a teenage single mom. okay. And so obviously, you know, that comes with its own challenges as it is being a teenage single mom. But you know, you don't get a manual of how to be a parent, but you know, you do the best that you can. Right. But when you're when your children can look up at you with a smile and they're always happy, they you know, they they just look to you for everything and when you're able to be able to provide their needs Mm -hmm. and some of their wants and know that they never want it for anything that's the joy that I get because you know it's just showing showing love to, to my babies you know and just being whatever I need to be for them at any given time. You know, if if they're sad, I can be with them during a sad time and talk them through something. And, you know, when they're happy, sharing in on, you know, those joyous occasions. But it's just the joy is just of being a mom is really being able to take care of them um, at whatever level where they are, meet them where they, where they are. And as they continue to grow, because as they grow, their needs change. And, um, you know, you have to kind of change with it. Good or bad. You change with it and you do the best you can. You know, once you're a mom, you're gonna always be a mom no matter how old they get. But you know, the older they get, they don't need you as much. Um, which is great <laughs> because <laughs> I don't want nobody in my pocket at forty, you know, fifty. So, um but yeah, the joys of being a mom is it's just that, just to be able to to um, be able to provide for them in any capacity, you know, and, and just love on them and love on them and love on them.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, because my mom, uh, she still does for me, Mm -hmm. even though I'm in my late 30s, -hmm. she still does for me. I don't go to her as much as I used to Mm -hmm. because I'm married now, but Mm -hmm. um, even though I'm married, I think my mother still sees me as that little girl, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I think all of us moms do because I still see my son as that little boy that used to hold my hand crossing the street and now he's 14 and he's like, mom, don't hold my hand. He'll be joking. <laughs> and I'll be drinking mm-hmm. it back like, hold my hand crossing the street.
1: <laughs>
0: but um, nonetheless, with my mom, it's like... Uh, her whole thing is, you know, see, you still my baby no matter what. I don't care mm-hmm. how old you get. Mm-hmm. And another thing that my mom, I think that she could say that her joy of being a mom is the fact that um, she could still help me out if I mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. need the help. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. I think that's one of the coolest parts that I'm really not looking forward to with my children, but I am going to do for them <laughs> if they need my help, even when they absolutely, because that's what I was taught. That's, I, mm-hmm. that's how I was raised. A lot of right. people were raised that way. Or better yet did not have that wasn't fortunate enough to mm-hmm. have somebody in their corner to say you know when you get out there on your own they basically told them don't come back or beta yet yeah, when you 18 you got to get the hell up out of here or mm-hmm. you know um, when you get married don't come back you know home you right your husband you get deal with it no mm-hmm. for me my mom point is you know I'm her only I'm the only child that my mother gave birth to so okay. for her is more so of. I'm not the only child. My mm-hmm. husband is also her son. Like she doesn't say son-in-law. She will tell people, I have two children, and that is me, and that is my husband. So she makes sure right. that she takes care of both of us, and even his mom does the same thing to us. So it it works both ways for both of us. Right, right. I, I would say that I would want to be able to do the same and provide that. To my children when they get older too the door home will always be open to them no matter what
1: absolutely and that's what i'm saying when you're a parent you're going to always be a parent you know like i was saying that you know my daughter is 35 and my son is 32 and um you know you don't stop being a parent because whenever they need and you can help you're gonna help you know um, I've always had this motto <laughs> to, with my children that, you know, when you turn 18, I'm not obligated legally because 18, you know, legally you're quote unquote grown, even though, we you know, 18 really ain't grown. But, um, but I would say legally, I'm not obligated to you, but I will continue to do for you because, you know, if you need help, I'm going to always be there for you you know and and that's really how how it it goes no matter what and you're right some people will be like 18 you're out of here but I've always had a moral compass that you know I'm not gonna just let my kid just I know we gotta give them wings we gotta allow them to make mistakes and do do all those kinds of things but if they come to me and I can help them I'm absolutely going to help them so yeah
0: absolutely i i agree and that's how i feel about mine even though they are teenagers i more than like i will always feel that way mm-hmm. i will always feel like the mom that is going to protect them even when they get in their 20s you know <laughs> even when they go to college i'm still, mm-hmm. still like that so no yeah no matter what and my, my mom feels like that too my mom's 66 she'll be 67 next month and okay. my mom she she will always be there for me. I know no matter what, no matter mm-hmm. what happens. I know she'll be there until it's you know until she called to go home. But other than mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. my mom for yeah. me no matter what I do. Right. Long, all she said is see, long as it's legal.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> That's
0: right. You <laughs> All right, so my next question for you is this. What is the most joyous experience you've had as a parent so far? I mean, I know your babies are grown and you got grands, but still, during the time of you um, actually being hands-on, what was the most joyous experience you've had as a parent? Joyous
1: experience. Uh, my joyous experience probably would be um, my son is was into basketball, you know, so he was always into little, um, what AAUs and little basketball programs. And my daughter might have, you know, done like um, like student council kind of thing during school, but whatever activities, like you know, activities that the kids will get in. Right. I'm just always there supporting them, cheering them on, and that's that's exciting for that was exciting for me, you know. Again, as they are adults, I cheer them on, you know in life but in terms of raising them and just being able to to be involved in anything that they had going on celebrating their wins you know just being by their side if they're you know they felt like they failed at something which is really not a fail you know you can never fail you either win or you learn right. and so um you know just being their biggest cheerleader no matter what no matter what and so those, all those different kinds of experiences, like even back to my son who used to play basketball. And so, you know, we I would take him out to the basketball court and I would play with him and, you know, try to help him get better. That's how I got into basketball and love basketball so much today because of that experience that I had with him, you know, growing up. And um You know, again, with my daughter, anything that she had, she might have had going on in school. You know, she was not very, you know, the athletic type of person, which is fine because they're different. You don't have to be, you know, into the same kinds of things. But anytime she has something going on, you know, just being there to, to cheer her on and just be excited for them because they're coming into their own. And, you know, even even as they became grown so here's another um joyous occasion that I had as as they are an adult mostly with my daughter when she had her her baby and I was in the room with her when she had her first child and so that was oh my god that was just so exciting for me because you know my baby's having a baby and um just to be there with her and bring that little baby into the world and that little baby sees my face but out of everybody I was the first face she saw you know and uh, so that was absolutely a joyous joyous occasion for me that's so
0: cool because uh I can honestly say that was my joyous occasion having my mom in the room when I gave birth to my son Mm -hmm. the crazy I think the funniest part about that whole entire day number one I didn't cry Mm -hmm. <laughs> number two, I laughed the whole entire time. I thought it was funny. Uh, <laughs> number, number three, um, I remember my mom telling me to hold her hand, and I squeezed her hand so hard that she was going down into the floor. <laughs> she, was like, she was like, damn, see, what the hell? That's <laughs> I didn't realize my own strength, but Emily, I'm strong like you. So that was one of the joyous experiences that I did have as a parent. Another joyous experience that I can recall with my son was um, my son was 10 years old, right when I got ready to marry my husband. And my son told me, he said, mom, I'm so proud of you making my dreams come true. Mm-hmm. And I said, what I do?
1: <laughs> Cause
0: I don't know, I do so much. That's, I do so much for him. So I said, what I do? He said, you gave me what I asked for. Mm-hmm. Well, more like you gave me what I prayed for.
1: Mm.
0: He said, I prayed for a, a father and a sister. And All you right. gave me just that. All right, now that was one of the most joyous experiences. Yeah, I, had. I, yeah. I don't. Even, do I, did I cry that day? I think my <laughs> eyes got um, teary. Uh uh-huh. mm-hmm. but he did. He gave me a hug. This was right before we went. Right before he went to school, he gave me a hug and everything. And he was just so excited. And then he got on the bus, waving to me on the bus. I think I cried mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the fact that he said that—that's one of the things that I treasure most. Yes that i that i keep you know close to my heart and i think mm-hmm. about him all nice. the time even right. now and he's 14 and um just the fact that this is what he always wanted and mm-hmm. i was able to provide that yeah for him. Yep. yeah that was that was a joyous experience absolutely
1: yep. being able to give your babies what they want and what they need right
0: absolutely you know most people can't give that to their children but i i i I was i was blessed i was blessed and fortunate to be able to give that to them because you know giving somebody a father and a sister that ain't no easy feat especially when you want to make sure that you're right um right that it's the right person that you're Mm -hmm. supposed to be with you know that absolutely so i was just blessed all the way around the board and i was Mm -hmm. just fortunate that i was able to do that for him Mm
1: -hmm. yes
0: all right so my next question is um we're coming off of motherhood for a moment i'm going back and forth but we're going to talk about being you know celebrating ourselves as being a queen so my question to you is this how can one best celebrate the queen in
1: them well one you got to know that you come from royalty and when I say that, you are the heir to God. So if you are the heir to God, you are royalty. you know. And so when you know that you're royalty, you love yourself. And it starts with self-love, right? Love. Um, because you gotta love who you are, flaws and all. And um, And when you love yourself and you know where you come from, you have no choice but to embrace that royalty. To embrace the queen within, right. um, to embrace who you are, um, because you know we, you know we, we we can do some marvelous things. You know we can give back and and be so powerful to people when we stand in our in our own self w- within ourselves and stand in the truth of who we are. Again, flaws and all, because we're not perfect. Um, but again, you know Jesus died on the cross for us, so you know that's already been taken care of so to speak and so i just think that um when you start with self love and you know who you are and you um embrace who you are no matter what people may say about you no matter what you might have gone through in your life no matter what people might have known about your past it doesn't even matter um if you just stay focused on you and be the best you that you can be um again you wouldn't even have a choice but to be able to to resonate with that to to resonate with the queen inside inside yourself
0: that's right that's right i'm totally in agreement for it just like they said you know it says in the word that we are all made in god's image
1: absolutely
0: so with that belief that we know that we are all made in god's image that means that we are already made perfectly Uh, yeah you know even with the flaws that we do have those flaws are man-made right They're not godly made I I want y'all to understand that The flaws that we have are man made Because man says this is what we are This is what we don't have This is Mm -hmm. how we are not perfected According to society's Mm rules No mm -hmm. we're talking about The the godly made version of ourselves Where we Mm -hmm. are all made in God's image Where we are considered perfect in his eyes The only thing that separates us from him Is the fact that we were born into sin Which we could not be helped because that was the only right. way that we was able to get here so um with that being said uh yeah that is that is the best way that one person can celebrate themselves being the queen of them as far as a woman goes I mean yeah you can celebrate the king inside of you too for those men who listen to the who for those absolutely men who are listening to this episode that's right so for my women today we're you know we we're talking about just basically celebrating the queendom Mm-hmm. That resides inside of us, and learning how to reflect that on to other people, so that way when we walk into a room, you automatically know how we operate. That's
1: right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And it's funny because you mentioned something about being seen through God's eyes, and sometimes we don't see ourselves through God's eyes. And I think, you know, and it takes some practice, I guess, you know, because again whatever whatever's going on in your life sometimes you get stuck on that but if we truly take the time and even for myself I mean I had to get to this point. You know it's not something that you you do right away. Um right. but you get to a point where if you can really really try to look at yourself through how God sees you then it's it's really easy to to know who you are. And again as I stress um, because that's what this is all about is being royalty you know being a queen exuding that confidence exuding that love and being able to you know forgive love you know and um yeah so that's that's i think that's what um you know kind of makes it easy uh to, to see the queen in you
0: absolutely i agree and that brings me to my next question and probably this you're probably going to answer it in the same manner that you just answered this one
1: what does it mean to be a queen um true some of the same things i just said but also um being able to um kind of give back in a way that you can help uplift people right so it's not just about knowing who you are that's true But it's also being able to get people to the point where you might be now in terms of how you see yourself and, you know, being the queen and being able to, you know, speak life into someone, being able to help someone, you know, being able to pray with someone you know whatever whatever the need might be being there to kind of do that to to people who may be less fortunate and maybe they don't even have to be less fortunate they just might be going through something and you might know of it and you able to speak into their life and um so i think that's also you know you know being a queen showing a queen because again a queen is not somebody who just receive, receives things. You know, you have to be able to give back to to people too. Um, being a servant, I, that's the way I like to put it. You know, just being a servant um, um, to your community.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I wish that more women would understand that. Not just our women in our community, but women in oh, general.
1: Right, right.
0: Absolutely. All right. So we're going to go back to motherhood. And the question that I have for you is this. What is your favorite thing about being a mom?
1: Well, my favorite thing. huh? That's a good question. But I'm probably going to say it's to be a grandmother. <laughs> it's probably not what you was looking for. But hey, my most favorite thing about being a mom is now being a grandma. And um, because, you know, you get to... You get to, you know, love on your grandbabies and not have to be the mom, you know, and you know, so I, I love being a grandma. I and, Well, my grandbabies don't call me grandma, they call me queenie, so <laughs> hence the queen of you. Um, but I really love, um, you know, just watch them grow. I have four, and um, I just like to watch them grow and, you know, get their own personalities now, and you know, i could. You know, just just watch them. I mean, that's really it. Again, in terms of really being a mom, the best part about being a mom, you know, it really is just, again, just being able to provide for them and being there for them, knowing my history and my background and, you know, the odds were against me because, of course, you know, like I said, I was a teenage mom, so I was still in high school and, you know, people didn't think I would make it and, you know, just stuff like that. So it's just it's always great to be on the other side of that where i've done really well for myself you know me and my two kids and um just being able to to do for them and provide for them and um love on them you know it, it, it hasn't always been peaches and cream but okay. you, get, you get through it you know and um yeah so but grandma yeah i love it queenie queenie <laughs>
0: I love it. I love it. Oh, man. I think I never heard any grandmother called Queenie. Yeah. Yeah. That is something new. I've heard Grandma, G Ma, Me Ma, uh, Glam Ma,
1: (laughs) (laughs) but not Queenie. Yeah. Yeah. A little different, a little different, which I love it because I like to be different, you know? That works. It fits you
0: you perfectly. Like you said, hence the name.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: all right so um do you have any tips on how to keep the balance of family and your career
1: well family and career so that's a hard question to answer because again when you're a single mom you're doing everything and and let me say i had support so i don't want to totally make it sound like, you know, I really didn't have no help with anything, but I had a little bit of support. And so that certainly helps. And I think you do need the support because again, as I was coming along, you know, at one point I was in school, and went back to school. And so I'm getting my degree, I'm working two jobs, and I have my two children. Well, I had to stay on top of, make sure they, you know, getting their homework done, you know, taking their baths, you know, just making sure that they're good like all at the same time of me trying to work and you know continue to educate myself and so i think support really is the key to a balance you know uh work life and professional life and you know family because if you don't have that support then you're never really going to be able to balance it because something is going to lack right you're going to always be working never have time for the family or whatever, you know. So, I think if you just have that little bit of support, that little bit of help, that can help when you need to, um, you can kind of balance it better. And I, I will say, I wasn't always great with the whole balancing thing because, again, you know, I had to do what I had to do so that you know I put food on the table, you know, make sure we have a roof over our head. But, um, but that support did help me. It did help me because I, if if I didn't have it, I don't know. It, it, it could have went a whole different, a whole different way, but um, so I I think support is the key. Okay, okay. So because uh, even if you're married, you know, like right. even if you're married and you have children, and you know, you you want your spouse to be there to help with the kids or whatever, with the homework, you know, what have you. So right. that you could probably do this and then you might have time to, you know, spend with the family. So, you know, it doesn't matter who it comes from. It could be your friends, because you know, some people may not have family. When I moved here to Virginia, because I don't have no family here. Um, but, you know, I kind of as I went along met people and so you know you have you end up getting a little bit of support from friends and things like that so it doesn't matter who it comes from i think support is the key to really help balance balance that that whole thing
0: absolutely absolutely i know that um right now where i am at in the balance of my family career i do have support not only do i have support from my husband but i also got support from my mom even though she lived three hours away she still supports me right whenever i need her to step in or my mother-in-law who's down the street anytime i need help and she steps in and support, and then I have my daughter's uh, mom's family. Whenever mm-hmm. we need their help, they step in and support. So I do agree. I think support mm-hmm. is one of those things, you know, on you know that can help you keep the balance of family right. and your career, even as a business owner. Because Absolutely, business owner is not an easy feat.
1: No, it's not. But for me since i'm kind of starting my business kind of late the kids are already grown so i didn't really necessarily have to juggle business owner on top of being a mom and then on top of being you know working two jobs and going to school so you know because that was already enough in and of itself so the business owner in me um you know kind of came after the fact so at least from that perspective i didn't have to juggle that piece of it thank god right
0: <laughs> alrighty uh, let's see what other questions do I have for you here okay so being that your kids are grown mm-hmm. and you got grandkids mm-hmm. do your grandkids see you work on your business
1: my youngest one does yes my little baby um tomorrow so yes she gets to, to watch me um you know packing stuff she I'm on the computer all the time and so she likes to be, you know, in the, you know, where I am where, when I'm working on the computer, watching me do what I'm doing. And then sometimes she'd be like, Queen, can I help? When I'm packing up stuff and, you know, sometimes I let her, you know, help out with that. Um, but, um, but yeah, she, she gets to, the older three don't get to see me as much in, in that particular realm. But yeah, my youngest one, she's three. So yeah, she gets to see me. And I'm so proud because you know, her face, um, I don't know if you got a chance to see the logo, but the logo has my grandbaby, my youngest one on it. So, oh, you wow. know, yeah, so, because I got two logos on there, but one of them, it has a picture of my daughter, myself, my daughter, and my two granddaughters, and so... Yeah, wow.
0: so that is That's dope. I I looked at the logo earlier, mm-hmm. but I saw and I, I thought I saw females, but I'm gonna have to go back and check mm-hmm. that
1: again. Mhm. Yep. It's myself, my daughter, and my two granddaughters.
0: That is dope. That is that is so dope to have as a logo. I mean that yep. that is mind blowing. I I haven't seen a logo like that
1: before. Mhm. Yep. So, oh, because okay. again, when I when I had it when I was thinking of the concept of it again the queen and you right and so i have to think of my my legacy you know and, and they right. are my legacy so that's right mm-hmm.
0: that is dope that is dope that's dope all right so we're going back and f- we're going back and forth between motherhood and career yeah. um this question i have for you is what is one thing that you can share with other women about how to feel like a queen
1: Um, share with other women how to feel like a queen, um, again, self-love, you know, exude power, strength, um, you know, um, be, you know, again, knowing who you are, you stand in who you are, you know, you don't have to deviate, you don't have to dumb yourself down, um, for anybody, you know, be who you are, we're all different and there's no right and wrong, but you have to show people how to treat you, and if you want to be treated like a queen, you have to present yourself as a queen. You know, and as you said earlier, you know, when you walk into the room, you know, people gonna know because the atmosphere shifts, right? And so, um, is is really how you carry yourself. So, if you want to be a queen, you have to, you know, stand for something, or we'll fall for it for everything, right? That's so, right. You know, just be able to be um, confident in yourself um, and just, you know, just exude strength, exude um, power. You know, I think those attributes kind of help you um, know who you are in terms of being the queen, um, you know, identifying that queen within yourself.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. I got two more questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um, my last question talking about motherhood is this What are the most important things you've learned as a parent?
1: Ooh, what I've learned as a parent, oh my. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons, but um I think you gotta listen to as a parent, right? You know. Um, you know, I have to admit early on i didn't really do a lot of listening to the to my kids because again you know being a single mom you got so much to do that's right, right? and it's like look just do what i ask you to do don't give me no let just you know whatever but you know as they grow you have to take some time to listen to listen to them because right. they they are important they do have a voice and it's really important to understand what what they're saying when, when they're saying something to you you know as I said you know it's not always peaches and cream so when they come to you with something you know um, as my kids would say you know don't give me a fast no I'd rather you, you know just give me a slow yes not a fast no and again I had to learn that because I just you know that you know you want to protect them from so many different things and keep them safe and you know they might ask you know to go hang out with somebody and you may not even know who that somebody is and you know so my first thing again like i said when i moved here i don't have no family so when you start asking me and i i get y'all in school now and you meet people and things of that sort but i don't know them so when you asking me can you go hang out with this person who is that usually my first answer is nope i want you in this house by x amount of time and you know but but that was for their sake it was for mine safety as well well not safety but my um how can I say it my um you know my reassurance that they're okay you know because when you don't know people you don't want them just hanging around with anybody and so I, I don't want them hurt but to answer your question yes I think for me I learned that I have to listen listen more and even as they get become grown you know it's even more so because now they're not children anymore and so now you know, it's not really more about uh, you know, you do what I say kind of thing. You know, you really do have to listen to, to what they gotta say to you.
0: Right, right. The one thing I can honestly say is that um in my household with my two, I we have an open door policy. That open door yeah. policy means that if you want to talk to us about anything, you are more than welcome to do so. If you want to vent to us about anything, you are more than welcome to do so. If you want to tell us how you really feel about us, you are more than welcome to do so. Mm -hmm. We're not gonna judge you, we're not gonna discipline you, we're just gonna Mm -hmm. figure out the best way to rectify the situation so Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to come up again. And that's what I share with my kids and I make sure of that they have that opportunity because i didn't have that opportunity growing up Mm -hmm. i didn't have the opportunity that i wanted to have a voice when i had a voice i was lashing out Mm -hmm. i was going against the grain and doing what i wanted to do i said what i wanted to say right even though i'm older now and i talked to my mom I can call her and vent to her about certain things. I can say certain things to her that I probably would have gotten in trouble saying before. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. now I can come to her and talk to her about certain things or I can tell her how I feel about her and whatnot. But there's a level of respect that has to be shown when it's done. So that's the only thing that I have against my children. I don't mind you saying what you got to say. But But be respectful.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Because like I tell them, respect will get you further than having an education
1: there you go you're right,
0: you're right. it really is mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't know that but it is so true respect will get you further than having an education because you don't have to have an education to do what it is that you may want to do but if you show respect to somebody somebody gonna show you the ropes on how to get it done that's that's right that's right so I make sure that my kids know that I know a lot of parents not just my generation but the generation under me mm-hmm. they don't want to do that they're too busy trying to be friends with their children mm-hmm. uh-uh I remember one day my son got mad at me he said mom you're not my friend anymore I said bro I want your friend from the beginning thank <laughs> <you."> hello. <laughs>
1: I'm not
0: going yes. to learn 18 and maybe
1: I'll think about it then. Right, yeah. Yeah, so my I, kids always used to say that I was kind of mean and stuff. And it, again, it wasn't about being mean, but it's about your safety. But you're absolutely right. I was not my kids' um, friends. I'm, I'm not your friend. I'm your mother and I'm here to protect you because I'm the one that's going to be here. Wh- whatever goes down, I'm the one that's going to be here. Your friends ain't going to be here. Right. Nobody's going to be here. It's going to be me. So I 100% agree with you.
0: Absolutely, I'm I'm old school. My mm-hmm. husband and I, we we straight old school. Mm-hmm. I don't mind jacking a child up in the corner and holding them up against the wall. <laughs> I don't mind hanging a child from the ceiling and watching their right. feet spin. Right. Right. I don't mind, you know. Um. I don't, I, don't, I don't mind it when If my son runs up in my face I'm going to run back up in his Because my whole point is this With him being autistic I want you to understand that when you get out there In that real world beyond those doors Even when you go to school You do that to somebody, they're going to punch you down right. Let me show you what that really feels like So yeah, you got parents out here And it's funny that you mentioned that Because it's funny that we're talking about it Because my husband and I had a conversation about it um, A couple of hours ago <laughs> so the crazy part is that you got these parents out here that are that are scared of their children and i'm like I'm not scared of my children, not mm-hmm. by the least. I tell my children straight up, you wanna be in my face, you better be ready to go on and lay down on that floor. But that's exactly what you're I'm gonna be eating carpet by the time I'm done with you. Right. And, and so yes. well, I had a friend of mine to tell me, why do you threaten your children all the time? You know, they're gonna eventually turn against you because you threaten them. I said, But I tell you what, you can sit back and say I threaten my children all the time, but when they step out in their streets they know exactly what they need to do they are respectful to adults they don't buck on the adults they don't disrespect the adults they do as they are told Mm -hmm. yes ma'am no ma'am yes sir no sir that's right I ain't got a problem with them. I don't have um, teachers calling my phone, putting on my phone, sending me emails, leaving me text messages, telling me that my child has been disrespectful in somebody's classroom or my child is bullying another child. No, ma'am.
1: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Even in the podcast world, I know some of y'all might watch me on my videos on Instagram. (laughs) Y'all see me going off on my son, but I also want my son to understand even though you have a disability the people outside that door don't care
1: that's right, that's not right.
0: Of that. all they see is a light-skinned black male
1: mm-hmm. that's right
0: that, e- that is that can easily be controlled mm-hmm. because he does have a disability, a disability yes. So what i'm teaching my son is to make sure that he does not use his disability as a um oh shoot what's the word i can't think of the word as a uh, it starts with a p uh, Um. Oh fiddlesticks! I can't <laughs> think of <a> the word. <laughs> I can't think of the word. It's gonna come to me. It's gonna come. <laughs> to me. But um, I I don't want my son to be to utilize his disability in a manner where he can actually utilize it and use it uh, um use it to get his way. Basically, right, right. Mm-hmm. I, pedestal. That's the word. Okay. I don't want my child to utilize his disability is putting it on a pedestal or walk around talking about woe is me for the pity no no no, right. no no using it as a crutch right that, that's the, that's it i don't want him to use this as, as a crutch at all mm-hmm. i want him to that's understand right. that even though you have a disability you are able to do whatever it is that you are capable to do right yeah, they may do things a little bit slower but as long as it get done it doesn't matter it don't matter right you still gotta show respect to these adults even when they tell you especially the police out here even if the police are yelling at you and cussing at you do as they tell All you to do if Mm -hmm. you want to live to see another day.
1: That's right. Don't put your
0: hands in your pockets trying to get your phone. Don't worry about calling me because I'm going to find out anyway. (laughs) Right. Let me handle that. You just do what you told. My son experienced, had his first taste of racism about Mm -hmm. a couple of months ago. In wow. uh, in 7 Seven Eleven around the corner from my house,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the lady was following him around in the store. My yes. son had his hood on with his with his earbuds in his ear, and y'all mm-hmm. have heard me talk about this on the podcast, but I am gonna mention it again because some of y'all ain't listening. So, <laughs> so um, my son walked into the store. He had his hoodie on. He said, "Mom, I want some candy." I said, "Okay, cool." So I stood at the window watching him. Mm-hmm and he knew exactly what he was getting but he kept walking around because he didn't know what type of candy he wanted Mm -hmm. but the lady that saw him was a woman of color not my color but a woman of color Mm -hmm. and she um followed him around in the store And my husband said yo you see that lady following um jay around and i looking around and everything and i said okay let me keep my eye on Mm -hmm. and she got on my nerves Mm-hmm. Because what she was doing was She was profiling my son mm-hmm. Because he had a hoodie on his head
1: Already now, doing the wrong thing
0: Thank you Now keep this in mind There was another male figure in the in the store Who also had a hoodie on his head But because he was a different race She didn't totally know him. that mm-hmm. Right She only saw him So mm-hmm. I watched him And and I could read lips One thing my mother taught me Is how to read lips A lot of people can't do that mm-hmm. So it's a it's a hidden talent of mine, mm-hmm. and I can read people look so I can catch exactly what you're saying. Whether <laughs> you saying it to me, I know what you're saying and, and who you're talking about or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I watched the lady, and she was basically telling him that she he needed to take his hood off. He asked her why, and she explained why. And I'm so proud of him because all he did was take it off. He mm-hmm. never bucked him, never got loud with her. Mm-hmm. He just said yes, ma'am. Put mm-hmm. it off. I got mad
1: right right right
0: (laughs) so the gentleman was on the outside the store that was an employee excuse me he said oh shoot i got to get off this phone something's about to go down and the mama ain't happy and i got to get this this situation straight but he came in the store right behind me right and i came in there and i said why did you ask my son to take the hoodie off his head when you had another person in the store that had a hoodie on and he walked out the store with the hoodie on his head well um technically they're not supposed to have a hoodie on their head and I said well I don't see that sign. Who? On the window. <laughs> I don't see that sign nowhere on the window I don't even what? see the sign at the door what I see on the door is that if you are not fully vaccinated with um, Pfizer or Moderna or Johnson and Johnson that you have to keep the mask on your face but if you are fully vaccinated you are more than welcome to walk into the store and take the mask off mm-hmm. I see nothing in here that says that gentlemen are supposed to take their hats and hoodies off and yes. so her point was well you know you can't do that in restaurants and stuff like that and i said but this is not a restaurant this is a convenience store
1: mm-hmm, right
0: i said I, I don't see where my son was um intriguing anybody to make them mm-hmm. feel uncomfortable i think it's more so of a racial play that you're trying to play here because mm-hmm. the gentleman that was in here was white mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and my son is black Mm-hmm. and so I figured that you probably pulling the racial card but at the same token I told my son I'm glad that you took off the hoodie you know what my son did my son said mom don't make a scene <laughs> come on he was, pull- he was dragging me out of the store and I said no I'm not making a scene I just wanted to be understood that if you're going to sit here and tell my son to take off his hoodie you better take every- tell everybody else that walks in the store to take off their hoodie as well
1: right she had no reason to
0: tell him to take that off yeah no and i'm so fortunate that the employee that came in the store behind me he never got involved
1: good
0: (laughs) and the women that were standing behind me they were ignoring what it was that i was saying they were staying in the line they didn't get in it either
1: Mm, okay but
0: you know and i'm like well i'm cool I'm, i'm all right so i walked out i was mad and everything but i told my son i'm proud of you He stood there and he was crying about it. And I said, what are you crying for? He said, because I shouldn't have took off my hoodie. I said, no, I'm glad you took off your hoodie Mm -hmm. because it could have went the other way. You could have pulled a gun and just blown your brains out. And after that, I'd have pulled a gun and blew her brains out too. (laughs) Nah, you can't do that to my baby. And i'm sure any other mother that is on this podcast that is listening to this episode will probably feel the same way that i feel right them in their position that's right no you did the right thing
1: you're protecting your child absolutely
0: you did the right thing i'm glad that you did the right thing i said but that was your first taste of racism Mm -hmm. i said so with that entails the way that you talk to me at home and the way you talk to your father because sometimes he has this disturbing attitude that gets on my nerves <clears throat> so i i want him to understand that you cannot talk to me like that because if you talk to somebody else out there like that you may not make it home one day right right and i don't want you to ever get into that position where you might be at the result of blood on your hands and it's yours right so i told him i'm again i'm proud that he did do what he was told because that could have went all the way left
1: absolutely absolutely So that yeah. was one
0: of the most important things that I can honestly say that I learned as a parent that I am still learning. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, your children in your 30s. I still got teenagers. Yeah, yeah. So with them experiencing what is going on in the world today, it is very hard for these kids to cope because they got, mm-hmm. with their social anxiety on yep. Mm-hmm. I really, I really feel sorry for the children of today.
1: Yeah.
0: Because they will never it's experience what peace was when we were growing up. And even though yeah. it wasn't as peaceful, our parents made it peaceful
1: mm-hmm. and
0: sometimes we didn't even know what was going on in the real world because right. we were having fun in our world. That's because right. our parents casted a shadow over us mm-hmm. and we were protected Protect 24-7. And right. sometimes the parents of today, they're not doing that to these kids. Mm-hmm. These kids mm-hmm. are experiencing anything and everything. These, these kids are out here
1: wilding wilding
0: yo they they I don't even want to have, that's a whole nother conversation for another day about these kids right. <laughs> <laughs> well, this podcast will run about 2-3 hours by the time we finish the song <laughs> about that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they, they are they wilding and I, I just feel sorry for the babies of the day yeah. Yeah. they'll yeah. never get to enjoy childhood because mm-hmm. the majority of these kids that are young Are already experiencing adulthood. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and
0: that's the sad part. And I'm not talking about babies having babies. I'm just talking about they are experiencing real adult problems Mm -hmm. at a very young age, and then they bring in that crap to school and Mm -hmm. doing that in school because they, like I tell my husband, these kids are only doing what they are being taught at home.
1: It all starts. This is true. This is true, and that's why you know. I, I when I give back I'm usually not so much the boys right now but I, I talk to teen moms again because I was a teen mom mm-hmm. and um I used to volunteer at a group home for, for teen mom um, mm-hmm. and so because we you know we're talking about you know your male child right now but these female children you know they're going through a lot as well and so yeah. you know I try to You know give back by talking to them helping them through certain situations so that they don't have to act out in in certain ways and things like that again trying to make them understand who they are and depending on their situation they don't have to respond in such a way and i trust me i know it's easy to respond negatively it's easy to want to you know respond in such a way because you don't want to feel like a punk or you don't want to feel like this or that or third but in today's age times it, you know you could just look at somebody wrong and they want to shoot you and you know we, you know it, it, it's, it's just so crazy so I do a lot of um you know talking back not talking back but talking to um, our young girls at least starting with them because they're the ones having the babies, right? Yeah. And so it's it, like you said, it, it starts at home, and and if they're not raising, if their babies are seeing how they're reacting or how they're behaving, then that's gonna be another generation coming up doing what they're doing. And so you gotta try to try to get it somewhere, start it somewhere. And so you know, I really be trying to to talk back and give back to to the to young ladies because it starts with them yes it does so
0: absolutely and uh um congratulations on you actually doing that you know with your
1: platform and everything thank you thank you
0: we need more people like you (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know and it, again it's that's not an easy feat either because again some of the girls don't be trying to hear all that but again it's about the approach right it's about you know again about the queen and you right so it's how i approach them it's how i can talk to them it's how i listen to them it's how you know they can vent to me so when you come to them in that way of strength Bye. Bye exuding that queen person within you and you can be in they they get to know you they trust you and then they're like you know what she was a team mom she did really good I can do that too right. you know what I'm saying I don't have to be out here walling. yeah okay I might have had a child young but I don't have to get stuck I gotta work hard absolutely but I can do it too and I don't have to be out here doing all this that the third you know um what they call it um twerking and you know all that kind of craziness so you know it, it does my heart some good when i could you know be able to touch touch their lives in that way absolutely absolutely
0: and my last question for you is this how can people reach you if they wanted to order from you or if they wanted to follow and support you
1: sure so they can reach me or they can go to my website um the queen and you and that's letter u so it's the queen i n and the letter u.com so the queen and you.com is our website and um they can reach me out on instagram at the queen and you same thing letter u um the queen and you um and twitter i am on twitter well i don't do much on there but <laughs> i am there um, the Queen and You, but Y-O-U number seven. Okay. So yeah, those are my um, social media platforms.
0: Alright, All righty. And y'all heard it. Y'all heard it from her. Y'all heard it from her herself. So in order for you to wanting to support if you wanted to purchase um her clothes go to her website www.thequeenandyou that is t h e q u e e n i n the letter u, com. make sure you all follow her on Instagram um at you as well as on Twitter the queen the number 7. Thank you so much yes. so much Ms. Michelle for just being on the episode this was a great this was a great episode
1: yes as i said this was my first podcast so thank you so much for your platform thank you um to your audience um for listening and um you know to all my queens out there please please support we got some really cool stuff out on the website um again as we continue to grow we want to provide more variety more dope stuff more cute cute stuff look i'm telling my age i'm using the word dope I don't even know if they say that anymore but you know, okay okay so you know we got some really cool stuff out there so um again thank you so much nick i really really appreciate this
0: absolutely absolutely and so we're getting ready to go into our closing remarks section uh, section so um the one thing that i want to leave y'all with is this it's time to celebrate the queen in you you are the ruler of your kingdom you are the captain. kingdom. Well, yeah, kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> you are the ruler of your kingdom. There we go. <laughs> you are the captain of your ship, and you set the course for where it will go. All right. Dang. You are responsible for every aspect of your life and everything that happens to you—the good as well as the bad. You are in charge of how you react to these things and what you choose to do with them. Even though this is true, sometimes it can feel like there's something holding us back from being all that we can be. We have so many ideas about who we should be, what our lives should look like and what we deserve that can get in the way of living a truly joyful life. These false beliefs cause us to lose sight of our power within ourselves. And when that happens, we begin living small. Not just in our dreams, but also in reality. Here's the thing, though. You are a queen. And queens don't live small. They live big. Queens dream big dreams. And make those dreams come true through hard work and dedication. Queens pursue their passions with gusto and enthusiasm because they know that when they achieve their goal their lives will be better for it queens don't let petty things like fear or failure stop them from what they want i want to leave that with you on today But thank you so much, Miss Michelle, for stopping by and being the guest host on my podcast. Um, Come and check us out next Wednesday at 12 o'clock noon as we are entering into the month of June with our new segment, Just Men. I got five men on my platform for the whole month of June. We are going to celebrate fatherhood as well as talk about these five amazing business owners who are... um, Black men in their own right trying to live out the American dream. I am your girl, Neek Austin. I am signing off. Thank you so much for allowing me to come and spread the good news and cheer, as I always do every single Wednesday. Miss Michelle, thank you so much for being on my podcast. Thank, thank you, you so for having me. the risk, I greatly appreciate it, and I am signing off. Peace and be blessed. Hey, hey, it's Neek Austin here, the host of Koro is a Crush, where we talk about fashion, beauty, and faith while remaining true to ourselves. Every episode, I talk to someone who's trying to make a change for themselves or their community and learn about how they've made big or small improvements in their lives. I also chat about what's going on in the world that might be holding us back from being our best selves. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor for the Koro is a Crush podcast, please reach out to Koro Crush Podcast at gmail.com. Check out our new advertising opportunities now available on our website at www.shopcorow.com. Book your ad spot today and let me do the rest. I love to hear from you.